This week, Romeo and Kenny are going to be talking about personal branding, how to establish your brand and really knowing who you are as a person so that you can build that brand around that. What's up, rap stars? It's your host, Romeo Santos. I'm on location today, and your co-host, Kenny Fulton, who is also on location today. We've both been kicked out of our spaces, and I'm in my car, and Kenny's in his basement. Kenny, how you doing, my man? I'm doing good, brother. How are you? Um, you know, I, I can't complain. I mean, I got heat in the car, at least. It's freezing. Outside, I've got my my vest on, my bald head. I freshly shaved today. Looks like you did too. And right. this this winter weather with the bald head is not cool. Nope. Got to remember your hat. Got to remember. I almost hat. feel like we should create another group called. Yeah, we should create a group called the Bald Brigade. <laughs> uh, I don't, don't want to brand. I don't want to brand myself off my bald head. I don't want to brand myself off my bald head. Well, funny that you should say that because we're talking about branding today and who can you think of off the top of your head that has a strong brand that was bald headed? Mm, first would be Michael Jordan. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. I've got one. Mr. Clean. Very true. Very true. Who else? Yep. Um, who else? Uh, How about Kojak? Okay. Do that one. Right? So, isn't it impressive? Isn't it impressive how we, we, are, we are so subconsciously focused on brands everybody has a brand right like michael jordan's brand part of that was his bald head mr clean for sure right and of course his little earring and his white shirt white suit you know kojak so you know you i you you kind of like you identify people with a an image if you would and really if you think about brand which is something we've been talking a lot about in our organization talking about branding ourselves and really utilizing our brand, which ultimately is just you, right? Like you're the brand, you know, yeah. you can brand with marketing and advertising and logos and videos and whatnot, but really the it factor in any brand is the you behind the brand. Right. Yeah. And so what we want to make sure that we can do with a brand is use our brand to attract the type of people to us that we want around us, whether it be if you're dating and your brand is such that you want a wife that you're branded in a way that you can attract the type of women that would like a stable marriage relationship. Right. Or if you are, you know, hiring, you want to brand yourself in a way that's going to attract the type of people. So if you're an accountant, you may want to make sure that you're branding yourself to very analytical folks that, you know, can see a clear trajectory on how they can grow within your firm or a doctor or a lawyer or a baseball team, right? Like, I mean, even colleges, colleges have brands, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
you know, and you, you bring up a good point when we, when we start talking about branding, it's not just, you know, who you are, but what you want to attract. And uh, do you know what you want to attract? Do you know who you are? I think that's one of the fun 100%. exercises we started to do is, is when we started talking about branding ourselves, the first question is, you know, who are you? Like, who, you know, asking yourself, you know, that question, uh, who are you? Who do you want to be? How do you want to be seen? How do other people see you? Um, and that's a really fun exercise to do uh, for yourself, that, that self-reflection. Yes, Kenny, absolutely. So not only how do you want to be seen and who are you, but some, some really other important things to think about is who you're not, right? Because a lot of times people go, man, I don't, I don't really know who I am. And, and I don't mean that in the sense that they don't know who they are, but they don't know maybe necessarily like what their brand is. They don't know how people view them or how people see them. So it may be hard for them to articulate that, yet it's not hard for most of us to say what we're not, right? That seems to be a lot easier to say, well, I'm not these things. And that sometimes can help you lead to understanding what you are. Because a lot mm. of times it's the opposite of what you're not, right? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. And you're right. Focusing on what you're not is, is much easier to do. Also, because it, it takes a little bit of the, the ego, you know, out of it. Uh, when you're mm -hmm. talking about who you are and who you want to be, you know, ego definitely has to be involved. Um, so kind of starting from, from that perspective of who you aren't seemed to be an easier route just to kind of get the, the thoughts rolling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, what we've been doing as an exercise in the team and what we've been talking about is deciding who your ideal client is. And this can be done in any business. And but for us, we, we're very fortunate in the sense that we are primarily fueled by our friends and our family and referrals from those folks, past clients as well, of course. And while we're so grateful and we feel so fortunate, we're so blessed to be able to be in that position, there's two downsides to that, okay? And people listening are probably like, downside, you got all your business pretty much coming from, you know, your past clients, your sphere and your family and friends. Where could there be a downside? And I'm glad that you ask. Well, downside number one is that there tends to be a cap on what that will deliver. Kenny, you and I just did that exercise where we, where we reviewed last year to this year. And even though we felt like we were doing a lot more business, when we really looked at it, we were only doing a little more business, right? right? Pretty much right in line with where we were last year. So that's issue number one, is that you, you depending on the size of your sphere and your network, there's only so much you're going to be able to expect to get out of that, right? And it can be a good business just doing that. But there are also is the challenge of you can't necessarily control your price point. And so while it might be the same amount of deals, if the price point goes down or up, you can't control that. Obviously up, you're feeling lucky. Down, you're feeling not so lucky, right? right. Number two is that we don't know where those deals are going to be. And so we spend a lot of time servicing our clients and our referrals in a very large geographic area. 
which is great that we know this area, such a large swath, yet it, it also makes it difficult at times for us to, to provide the level of service that we want to. Good example is we always want to get eyes on our properties before we list them, before we get the photos, right? Well, if you have a listing that's an hour or an hour and 10 minutes away, and it's going to be a two hour, two and a half hour round trip, you may not be able to get down there and get eyes on it right before, right? It makes it a lot more challenging. So, so that's a tough thing. And with branding, what we're talking about in our organization is branding yourself to the people that you want, where you want them to be at so that you can have a more, uh, a more centralized business and then your friends and your family and all that referral business, that almost becomes the icing on the cake, but we're building a business and a brand where we are and we're not solely reliant on our friends and our family and our past clients to refer us business, right? Yeah, that's an excellent point. Uh, you know, when we're talking about, when we're talking about um, um, identifying, you know, our clients, it's also very important because now when you're talking about branding, you're talking about advertising. You're talking about spending dollars, hard-earned dollars. And you really mm -hmm. want to make sure that if you're going to spend sure. money in advertising mm -hmm. or whatever way you're going to go about marketing yourself, that you're as focused and targeted as possible. And so by figuring out who you are and what you want to represent and writing down the exact your idea client, uh, then you'll have a much more efficient way of targeting that person. So um, I really like some of the things that we've done with Redinger Properties as, as the brand and mm -hmm. representing who we are as a company, but now focusing on who we are as individuals, we can start to get in a little bit deeper into our own personal interests, yes. right? So like for myself, you know, um, I really pride myself. Uh, some of the feedback I get from my clients is that they feel that um, um, they feel educated. I, I, I've broken things down to where they can understand them. They feel informed about the process. Uh, so coming from an educational uh, point of view, but also one of my pains is that I'm everywhere. I'm in uh, Howard County. I'm in Anne Arundel County. I'm in Baltimore City, Baltimore mm. County, Charles County, Calvert, you know, everywhere, Frederick, right? And so to your point, it will be great to do more business in, in the neighborhood that yeah. I live in, which is Howard County. So branding myself around the people that I want to serve, but also understanding who they are and, you know, what do they do? What are their interests, right? One of the big mm -hmm. things about Howard County is that we love outdoor living. There are trails and parks yeah. and schools and all these uh, community-focused things. Uh, so the people that I'm going to yeah. target are probably people who are active in their uh, their PTA. They might be a part of um, a community, you know, um, outreach or community cleanup, or they have hobbies that uh, revolve around, you know, the outdoors, uh, things like that. There are lakes here. Right. There are people who have hobbies that revolve around the lake. So if, if mm -hmm. I have those same interests, then I have a better chance of putting myself in front of those people if I know what their interests are, you know, as well. hundred percent. And I mean, let's be really clear, right? Like brands are designed to connect people with the brand, mm. right? So if if you are let's say for instance, Cartier, there's a specific clientele that you're looking to, to brand to, to attract to, right? You're exclusive, you're high end, you're not, you're not, um, you're not accessible, right? Mm -hmm. And people that identify with achieving a certain level of success, they want to be able to be connected to that type of a brand. 
right? And then there is the target, right? Target is inclusive and warm and friendly and fun and open to anybody, right? And so something that you will notice across brands is that the higher the brand goes as far as their lack of accessibility, the more expensive it gets. And also, there's not a whole lot of downward lineage to folks that don't identify, right? However, if you're in the middle, you can, depending on what your product is or your service is, you can connect up and down, right? Target, I think, is a good example. I mean, my wife and I, we're, we're, we're in, a, in an income space where you would probably say that we're better off than the majority of the country. And we shop at Target, but then there's also people that might be, you know, in the much lower side of the economic standings in our country that also shop at Target, right? right. Because they have branded themselves in a way that they're accessible to really anybody and they provide a service that makes it open. So when, when, when thinking about your brand, you want to be really careful that you don't, you don't brand yourself too low because if you're too low, way up here won't come down and meet you. If you're too high, way down here may not come up and meet you. And that might be where you want to be. And that's fine, right? It's your choice. We just want to have these conversations so we can help everybody out there think about their branding and where they want to sit and what they want to stand for so that they can really connect with those people that are going to resonate with them. And what's really, really important about brand is that it really is about you, but it's about the genuine you, right. right? Your brand will fall apart if it's about the disingenuous you, right? If you're not here and you're trying to play in this space, but it's not really you, people are going to see that and they're not going to resonate with you, right? Yeah. So I would encourage everybody out there, if you're, if you're really listening to us and you're thinking about, yeah, I need a brand, or maybe you already have a brand, is your brand really speak to who you are? Does it really represent who you are? Mm -hmm. Are you being honest? Because that's key. Yeah, that's funny you bring that up because uh, I see a lot of times, especially in of entrepreneurs, you know, solo, solopreneurs, you know, you have no employees, um, mm -hmm. no assets, and they will brand themselves as, you know, an international, you know, whatever, or luxury, <laughs> you know, real estate right. consultant, but you haven't done any, any high-end deals. And what will happen is number one mm -hmm. um, is disingenuous, you know, so when mm -hmm. people realize that you can't provide yeah. that service, you know, you're going to lose that client. You can't really break in. So the, 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 the faking it until you make it, I think you have to have a, like you said, a good combination of if I want to get into this market that I'm just not there yet, I want to leave that door open for that type of client to come to me. Then, you know, I think maybe branding yourself, like you said, somewhere in the middle, like Target, right? Some people call it Target. Some people call it Target because they feel like it's it's fancier than, than than Walmart is, right? So, you know, allow the client mm -hmm. um, to, to be attracted to you based upon the, the honest amount of services that you can provide. So if, if yeah. you want the ability to work with that type of a client, you know, maybe maybe you're targeting you know, uh, uh, a little bit of that demographic, but don't go all in on a demographic that you can't really serve. You know, make sure that right. you are grasps, grasping the, the largest amount of the market that you can honestly serve and not even just due to your own knowledge base, but also to your to your your capabilities, your, your capacity. So you don't want to take mm -hmm. on too much, you know, too soon. And then maybe the yeah. quality of services are degraded uh, because you were going after this really big contract 
when you don't have the um, um, the, the resources to properly service, you know, that, that size contract. Uh, so it's, it's a tricky balance. I, I agree with you. I think you have to maybe try to find something in the middle so you can still push your business forward, yeah. uh, but don't get so hyper-focused on where you want to go and, 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 and not focus on the people that you could serve right now. I agree. I agree. Well, and like we did an exercise and I shared it with the team this morning during our call and you know, I, I jot it down. I brainstormed, you know, who my ideal client was. And obviously as a team leader and, a, and an owner of a real estate team, I have two clients or, or two ideal consumers. If you would, I have a consumer who's going to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, residential and commercial. And I have an agent, right? Because I want to, I have a big goal to help as many real estate agents and, and young entrepreneurs achieve everything they can and just share whatever I can with them to help them achieve. And of course, I want to help clients. <clears throat> and so the way that I was able to arrive at who those ideal clients were is I had to look at who am I? What turns me on? What am I excited about? Right? You know, everybody keep your minds out of the gutter. We're not talking about turning on in that way. But like, what gets me jazzed up? Right? Well, water, love the water, right? Love boating, love the Chesapeake Bay. Um, love vacationing, love entrepreneurship, love personal development, love my kids. That probably should have come a lot before all those other things. Love my wife, love my family, right? Love my pit bull rescue, right? Like there are things that are very specific to me. I love real estate investing. I love building things. Like these are things that I love. Well, guess what? I want my brand to be all those things rolled up into a nice bundle that will attract other people that like some of those things. They may not have to like all of those, but mm -hmm. I need them to want to like those types of things because then I can resonate with them and we can have commonalities and we can have a good relationship because really at the end of the day, I'm not looking to just do deals. Right. I'm really not, right? I'm looking to forge relationships with people while I'm helping them that hopefully will be relationships that I can, that I can have for some time. Right. Like I was recently talking to one of my clients and I couldn't remember, we had gone through something with their property and, and we're going through it again with one of ours. And I reached out to him and then we got into a conversation. He shared with me about his, it, we helped him buy a really beautiful waterfront property on the, on, on uh, the big water, he called it on the Chesapeake Bay. And um, it got battered with a storm all night long, five foot waves. And he showed me aerial pictures we were able to talk about his boat and his dock and those different things, but we were able to talk about those things because I'm interested in those things, right? If you're not, and you just help them buy a waterfront house, you might not know what the heck they're talking about and how severe that is and like how painful and frustrating that could be, right? You could look at it and be like, oh, that sucks, but, but you might not actually be able to viscerally feel it and like have empathy and be able to have a good conversation with that person about that and also offer genuine help. Like, hey, if you need help, you know, bringing rocks in or anything like that. Let me know. We could tow something over the right, whatever, you know, but, but you can be genuine and really connect with people on a different level. And when you do that, you have relationships for life and relationships right. for life is really what it's all about. Cause at the end of the day, you don't want to constantly be having to generate new business lines from nowhere, right? You want to get your business to a point where it can slowly organically continue to grow and it will continue to grow. And you can put some 
fuel underneath of the fire to get it to grow faster, but it's a lot less effort to, to warm and, and continue to nurture the relationships that you've developed than it is to continue to go out and find new ones. And if anybody thinks that's untrue, just think about your last breakup and what it was like having to go back out and find that new partner. Yeah, yeah. That's a great analogy. I mean, you know, who wants to start all over again, you know, every cycle, be that 30 days or every year and starting all over again. I mean, what's carried us so far are our referrals, you know, the people that, you know, but many of those referrals are from people who already knew us. So, you know, building our brand around the type of clients, you know, that we want to bring in who are going to continue to bring us people who are similar to them as well is uh, certainly important. Uh, but I, I got a question for you. What do you think when you're, when you're talking about branding, what do you think, what, what order would you place? Um, uh, how would you prioritize how you brand yourself? Should we focus around our own personal interests? Like if I love golf, should my branding be around golf? Should it be around the type of clients that I'm looking for? Uh, should it be around the type of people that generally come to me? Cause that seems to already be a part of, you know, who I am. Like, like, where do you start with your branding? How do you pick like that, that most important thing that you want to identify yeah. about your brand? I think it's a great question. And, and, and I'm, and I want to just preface this. I'm not an expert. Um, but I'm constantly trying to learn. And so I've been studying this um, quite a bit recently. And so I think it's a combination of both, but where the it factor really comes in, it's about you. So yes, the fact that you love golf is a big thing, right? Because guess what? When you're out and about showing properties or you're developing rapport with somebody as you're sitting at the table, kitchen table with the sellers, and you can share that, yeah, you've been to that golf course too. And oh my God, hole number 17 that part three like what a pain in the butt that one is right like that's when you really forge relationships with people talking about those types of things talking about the fact that oh i can sell houses oh i can sell houses oh i can sell houses nobody cares Mm -hmm. they want to know that you're competent so don't get me wrong everybody out there listening but nobody cares that you're number one nobody cares that you've sold more houses than anybody else Nobody cares that, you know, you're, you're being acknowledged again by this or by that, right? They don't care. I mean, they care because if they care about you, they care, but they don't care. They're not choosing you for that, right? At least not on a grand scale. For the most part, people are choosing you because, because they like you. Yeah. If, if people don't like you, they're not going to do business with you, yeah. period. They have to like you. So how do people like you? Well, they like you because they find commonalities with you. Nobody out there is liked by all people. I certainly am not, (laughs) right? I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but the people whose cup of tea I am, they love me and I love them, right? right? And so you just have to figure out who you are. And listen, if you're struggling to figure out who you are, and I don't mean that again, like, oh, I don't even know who I am. I'm walking through life aimlessly. But like, if you're struggling to understand, like, well, what is my brand identity? Like, who am I? And, and this, this goes for anybody, right? Like, everybody has a brand. Think about high school, right? Remember, we had the, uh, the, 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 all, the people that were all black and they were like, you know, I, I think we called them um, the thespians, so, right? Yeah, or oh. gothics, right? Or you had the, the, the athletes, right, who were, 
who were, you know, the jocks, right? The, jocks. the cheerleaders, the popular yeah. kids. You know, they made movies about it, right? Mean girls. Like, you have a brand from the beginning. What's your brand? So if you're struggling to figure out what your brand is, start talking to your friends and asking them, like, what do you guys think about me? When you think about me, like, what would you say are some of the qualities that resonate with you, that make you like me, right? And they may say things like, well, you're really honest. Or, you know, you always, you're always willing to help. Or you say it how it is. And I really love that. You don't pull any punches. Um, you know, you're really smart and informed and you always bring a lot to the table. Whatever it is, they're going to tell you what it is. And that's what your brand is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, we already have our own brand. Um, it's, it's, it reminds me when I was in, um, uh, I was taking this, this uh, class when I was at Morgan and we did this exercise and I think the class was called like public communications or speech or something like that. Mm-hmm. And each person, we sat in a circle and each person, this was in the first week of school. So you don't really know any of the students and just based upon how you looked, uh, we would describe each other, right? And it was a really fun exercise because it, it gave you an honest opinion of how you appear to other people. Now, this was just all based upon like physical attributes um, sure. or just kind of the, the vibe you gave off. And um, you know, I'm not going to say what people said about me, but it was, it was, it was, uh, some of it was true. Some of it wasn't. And it was a good exercise just to be like, you know what, you know, the things that weren't true, uh, it's, that's gives you something to think about, you know, how you come, how you come across, you know, to other people and the things that are true that are on brand is like, okay, great. You know, I'm glad that I represent myself in, in that way. And how many people also felt that way. Um, so yeah, I think that's a great exercise to do, you know, amongst your peers and then maybe, a, you know, figure out some thing about back in, in, a, in a time when you met somebody and, uh, the first time they met you and they said, Oh, when I first met you, I thought you were great. Or I thought you weren't great. And, and, and use that to help you shape uh, how you move forward in the future. So anything that you don't like, that might be something that you need to, you know, focus on, on how you're going to rebrand yourself. Right, right. I think that's great. And so I, I think you bring up a good point there, right? Like you already have a brand. So lean into it and you can certainly augment any of the negative pieces of your brand because we all have them so that you can be more likable or identifiable with the brand that you want to be identified with yet you can't just decide that your brand is x right your your brand is already formed i'd say at least 75 percent of the way if not more right and this is just my opinion okay so i think let's give some homework to our to our folks now we won't know if they did the homework or not but let's give them some actionable items okay So actionable items that I think would be great for everybody listening, if they're really curious about what the brand is, is first, take a piece of paper or or open up a Google Doc or a Word Doc or Notepad or whatever the heck medium you like to use to write on and write down what you think your brand is. And then choose the five people you spend the most time with or that you're the closest with, or you feel like you're the closest with and ask them to describe you and what they would say your brand is. Right. Mm. And then jot down who your ideal client would be. Basically an ideal client in my eyes, the way I'm looking at it is I'd want to be friends with them. That's right. I'd want to take my wife 
to a cookout at their house or have them over at a cookout at our house or let our kids play together, right? Mm -hmm. Create those three pieces, okay? And then figure out now, what am I doing outwardly to promote myself in this way that this is my brand? Am I telling my story on a regular basis through social media, through podcasts, through, through, I mean, we're, we're right now we're building our brand, right? right. People are going to say Romeo and Kenny are different because we are, we have different brands, right? But we're sharing our brands to make this podcast the best that we hope it can be. Right. So figure out how you can start to promote your brand and utilize it in a way that's going to put you in front of more people that you'd like to work with. And we can dive into more of that as we start to work our way down in our own organization, figuring out our brands and, and how we're going to promote our brands and how we're going to tell our stories. But it's really important that we first are clear on what that is, because without that, you're going to be all over the place and people yeah. won't really know, right? And it's not about how many likes you get. Right. Because you can say something super controversial and get a bunch of comments, a bunch of likes, get, you know, controversial in a good way or a bad way. It doesn't matter. Right. I'm not trying to say, you know, you can say something that people don't like. But that's not what's important. What's important is how many people are engaging with you. Yeah. Especially in our business in real estate. Most people listening to this are going to be real estate agents. But how do you get people to engage with you? How do you get people to reach out to you and say, Kenny, I want to work with you? Or Kenny, my mom is selling her house and I'd love for you to help her. I love, I love everything you're doing, mm -hmm. right? Think about the TV stars that you like, the, per, the, the personalities that you like, that you resonate with. And that's another good exercise. Those that you feel drawn to, mm -hmm. you probably share some similarities in brand with them. That's right. They're just doing a better job of getting their brand out there. That's right. Yep. Excellent. Point. Right. So like, who do you follow? Who do you like? Who resonates with you? Who inspires you? Who motivates you? Those things are really important, but it's really, I think the first part, it's a self-discovery um, practice. You have to truly understand who you are before you can really start to work on what your brand is. You can come out and say, my brand is I only sell $10 million homes. Great. Why? Why would somebody that owns a $10 million home what would resonate with them about you and make them want to work with you? Oh, because mm -hmm. I really know how to sell a house. They don't care. Lots of people really know how to sell a house. Lots mm -hmm. of people. There's 1.5 million realtors in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. Right? Yep. 0.05% of the entire U.S. population is a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> If you take kids out, it probably goes up to 1%, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Kenny, anything else you got to add, my man? No, I, I think this is a great topic and it's a great way to, you know, as we turn into the new year, uh, you know, uh, focusing on our brand and how we're going to reposition ourselves to, to be different next year. Yeah, for sure. Listen, it's all about, at least in our world, it's all about personal development, self-realization, and growth. And we want to be bold. We want to be innovative. We want to constantly be growing. 
and we want to be learning based. And so everything that we do is to become the best version of ourselves, because guess what? If you want to be the best you can be for others, you first got to be the best you can be for yourself. It all, all right. starts with you. So just remember that old analogy when the, when the oxygen drops down from the plane, they tell you to put yours on first and then help those that can't do it for themselves. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Rap stars. This has been our show. Kenny, as always, thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen out there listening, I hope this was helpful and we'd love to hear any comments. You can reach us at Kenny. Uh, at Realtor Kenny Fulton on Instagram and Kenny Fulton on Facebook and by cell 443-763-0958. Beautiful. Hit me up, uh, call or text 240-401-8023. Email Romeo at redanchorproperties.com. Facebook is just Romeo Santos or of course at Red Anchor Properties, at Red Anchor Properties also on Instagram. And of course it's Ro Realtor Romeo Santos is my personal page on Instagram. Rap stars, it's been our pleasure. Thank you so much. We're out. Peace.